Welcome to the Wickedly Smart Women podcast featuring stellar conversations with emerging and established Wickedly Smart Women. Thanks for joining us today as we celebrate women who are committed, care deeply, and have the courage to take action and create conscious change all around the world. Now here's your Wickedly Smart host, Angel B. Hartwell. Welcome to another episode of the Wickedly Smart Women podcast, where we celebrate Wickedly Smart Women and provide our listeners with a wealth of wisdom, along with immediately actionable steps to be smarter, spunkier, and more successful in their impact and their leadership. This is your host, Angel B. Hartwell, and today we welcome our special guest, Jessica Falcon. Jessica is an international soul embodiment guide and speaker. She co-hosts the Radically Embody Love podcast, teaches online workshops, and coaches private clients from around the world. She guides women to reclaim their sovereignty so they experience the ecstasy of true soul freedom. Jessica is an expert on guiding you into the depths of your body so you embody your power, speak your truth, and own your majesty. A former lawyer turned mystic, she is the forthcoming author of The Power of Eve, Heal the Wounds of the Feminine, and Reclaim Your Sovereignty. I am so excited to have you here today, Jessica. Welcome to the show. Thank you. It's such an honor and pleasure to be here with you, Angel, and I'm excited to dig into such a deep conversation. <laughs> likewise, likewise. Well, I want to start, Jessica, by you know, talking about this idea of embodiment. Embodiment is something, it's like a phrase that's been coming up or a word that's been coming up more in the last probably decade at most, maybe in the last decade at most. It's not something that people were talking about 10 years ago or 20 years ago or 30 years ago. So I'd love to have our conversation start with what do you mean when you say embodiment? Great question, because there's a lot of confusion out there about what embodiment actually means. And my definition might be slightly different because I'm a soul embodiment coach. And so when I look at embodiment, I look at from that perspective, but embodiment overall is our ability to be in and inhabit our body. Now, that's different than just working out and moving our body. That's different than dominating our body or controlling what we eat. It's more about forming a relationship with your body because when you connect with your body by breathing into the body, by creating space and the body through your breath, through slow intentional movement, through intention and awareness, you begin to open the energetic channels for all of that infinite wisdom that exists within you to rise to the surface, to come into consciousness, to inform you so that you actually, when you're truly embodied, are developing a relationship with yourself, your true self, the part of you that is beyond what you do, is beyond what you think, is beyond anything external to you. But that 
truest, deepest part of you that is eternal, the soul, what I call the soul or your truest essence, that it has an opportunity to guide your life when you know how to connect to its wisdom and truth. Mm, Beautiful. I love that. Well, as somebody who spent probably the first four decades of my life disembodied, I didn't even know I was disembodied until I got clued in that I was. I definitely come from a generation, and I think you potentially were at the tail end of that generation where, you know, we were really taught to dominate to dominate. And I think that that idea of dominating your body is still incredibly prevalent in our culture. I like that, that word. I think that's a great word to describe what happens. So let's talk about some of the cultural, societal, marketing, advertising world, movie world messaging that most women have been imprinted with that causes us to dominate? And how do we dismantle that? How do we detach from that? How do we disintegrate that from our psyches and our our actions in the world? I always like to get to the root of why, because when we get to the root of why, that's when we can actually make the shift. And The reason that we are so acculturated and have been conditioned for literally thousands of years to dominate the body is because we've been taught to dominate the feminine, to dominate the earth, to dominate woman, because the body was separated from the soul. And we saw the body as simply an object, something to be controlled, something that existed outside of spirit, something that was corrupt. We were told not to trust the body. And so, of course, when you don't trust something, what do you do? You want to control it. You want to dominate it. That's where control comes from. It's rooted in a fear that you cannot trust the thing you're trying to control. And so when we understand that the very reason we have been taught to dominate the body is because it's been seen as an object, particularly for women, right? We have been taught that our body exists for the benefit of another. Our body is just for how it looks and what it can do and how it can serve rather than our body as this well of infinite wisdom, as the communication device for our soul, as a temple, a holy temple that we reside in, that we have the miraculous ability to reside in and commune with to reclaim our power and sovereignty and truth. That's a completely different way of looking at the world. And so in order to stop dominating the body, we have to shift our perspective and start to develop trust of the body and start to see the body as something more than an object. And when we can start to shift that perspective with our minds, it gives us the greater ability to start to go into the body and see it as something other than object, see it as energy. Because when I work with clients, it's all about connecting to the energy of the body. Yes, the physicality, beautiful. It's important to move the body, to nourish the body, to touch the body. But what is most important 
around embodiment and sovereignty is connecting with the energy that is contained within and around the body, because it is that energy that informs us and that holds the trauma memories, that holds the the subconscious programming, that holds the shadow, that holds the wisdom, that holds the past life memories. That's what we really want to access. Beautiful. Well, let's take a little turn here because your former lawyer turned mystic. (laughs) And so for many of our Wickedly Smart Women listeners, you know, they may be in a turning point. They may be in a moment of transformation. I have myself transformed out of being a real estate developer to now doing the work that I do in the world with my wealthy life mentorship and podcasts and so forth. And So I know for myself what my journey was. I'm curious what your journey was. I love to share these stories because I think that they are able to inspire other women to just keep moving forward, even though it seems maybe slightly crazy (laughs) to go from, you know, what the culture has expected of us into full sovereignty. So can you talk a little bit about your own transformation from being an attorney to turning into a mystic. Mm -hmm. When I was a practicing attorney, I loved what I did because I cared about justice. And that's still very important to me. And that was the way I knew at that time to achieve justice was as a criminal prosecutor. I wanted to give voice to those who didn't have a voice. I wanted to right, quote, wrongs in the world that I saw. And it was kind of the path that I was ultimately led into after law school, even though I went to law school to do women's rights, ended up becoming a criminal prosecutor for almost seven years. And during that time, almost immediately after starting, I had life event after life event after life event that really began to shake up my perception of this world (laughs) and have me go, there's way more to the world than meets the eye. And The first was a flood in which I lost everything in a matter of hours. And less than a year later, I was in a bicycle accident. And this is most applicable to the embodiment transformation because it was a bicycle accident in which a metal chain literally cut into my chin a couple of inches. And if it had hit me here or here, my neck or my eyes, I could have been dead. And instead, I had no broken bones, no broken jaw, no broken teeth, but I still had to have surgery right away. And a couple of days after the surgery, I went into the half bath at my mom's house, who was helping take care of me because I was pretty immobile for a few days. And I wanted to take off the bandage. I hadn't looked at myself in the mirror yet. And I started to remove the bandage. And when I did, my face was deformed and I did not recognize the face looking at me in the mirror. And I stepped back in horror and then my eyes caught themselves and they bore into me. And I realized I am the same person I was before. I, me, I am more than my body. I am something else. And that knowing deepened into every cell of my body because I had hated my body growing up. I had dominated my body for years. I had tried to make it look 
thinner and smaller, right? The the be invisible because you don't look the way I think you should look. And all of that internalized shame I had felt for years and years and years. And then suddenly I'm look deformed and I saw myself for the first time. The part of me that I yearned for other people to see. I always, as a child, please see me. Don't judge me for how I look. Don't judge my body. I want you to see me, the essence of me. And most people were blind to that. Mm-hmm. And I started to do healing work because I had to, because I then had chronic pain as a result of the accident. So we're going to just take a quick break right now. And when we come back, we're going to find out more about Jessica and where you can connect with her. But right now, Wickedly Smart Women, we need your help. If you are enjoying this show, please consider joining our community, making a donation at wickedlysmartwomen.com and sharing with your lovely lady friends that might benefit from our content. Help a gal out and let your sisters, mothers, daughters, friends, and colleagues know about the show so that we can serve them too. I am really excited to say a big thank you to all of our listeners who are downloading, rating, and reviewing. We are bumping up on a big fat number in our downloads. So thank you for continuing to share the show and listen to the show. We deeply appreciate you all. We want to shout out this week to our listeners in, let's say, Taiwan, Norway, and the Maldives. And we might as well shout out to our listeners in Asheville, North Carolina, where Jessica is right now. And we will be right back with Jessica Falcon. The Wickedly Smart Women podcast is brought to you by the Wealthy Life Mentor. Women, are you on the edge knowing that life is calling you to make a change? Are you ready to be part of the evolution of what it means to be a wickedly smart woman creating your wealthy life by design, a life that is an extraordinary work of art? Angel B. Hartwell, the Wealthy Life Mentor, is hired by women in transition, women just like you who want to break through to their brilliance become clear on the value of their wisdom, and embody a beauty-filled, balanced life of shameless self-expression. Discover your Wealthy Life readiness by taking the quiz at quiz.wealthylifementor.com. And we are back with Jessica Falcon. So before we went to the break, Jessica was talking about how she finally saw herself and that put her on a healing journey. We want to let you know how you can get on the healing journey yourself by going to the path to sovereignty.com. The path to sovereignty.com. We will have that for you in the show notes. So Jessica, let's pick up where we left off, which is this accident caused you, like it activated you to go on your own healing journey. So why don't you talk a little bit about your healing journey? And then I want to find out more about your business and your podcast. So let's talk about your healing journey first and how elements of your healing journey are what you bring now to the people that you work with. So as I started to want to heal my body from the pain that I was experiencing as a result of the accident. I was doing healing work that brought me into my body in a way that wasn't working out, wasn't lifting weights, wasn't trying to 
change what I ate. I was actually connecting to my body in a slow, intentional way. And I was breathing into parts of my body I never breathed into, all of which are really essential to the offerings that I have as well, because it's about going into that energy body. And when we do, all of the motions rise to the surface. And that's what started to happen to me. I started to feel because I had been so disconnected from the throat up. I didn't allow myself to feel because I feared my feelings and we're not taught emotional intelligence. We're not taught that emotions are energy. And when they move through you, it is simply energy in motion and they are to inform us about our own inner experience. And I started coming into my inner experience, whereas prior to that, everything was focused on the external world. Everything I did was based on what I was told to do, what was expected of me, what was demanded of me, what I thought I was supposed to look like, what I thought my path was supposed to be, what I'm told success was, going back to changing from being a lawyer, that's supposed to be successful. You're supposed to be successful only when you make money, only when you have this career, only when you have this house, or only when you do this thing. All of that is external. And when we start to connect with our internal world, we hear what our own soul actually wants because we're never going to be happy and joyful and free if we're just living according to the external. And when our internal is what guides us, we are liberated. It's ancient wisdom. It is ancient feminine knowledge and power to live this way. And I started to begin this is this was quite a journey for me. It lasted many, many years, but I started to truly begin to see myself through my own eyes, not through the eyes of others. Mm, beautiful. I love it. So I want to just, you know, drop in for our listeners a few things. One is this idea of really going slow and being intentional. Two is this idea of fearing your own feelings. I'll raise my hand. I was definitely one of those people for a long, long, long time and resisted. I mean, I didn't even, nobody could even see me cry. Like, no, you can't see me cry. (laughs) Very, very unhealthy for a long time. And it took a, a long time. It did take a long time for me as well, Jessica, to slow down and be intentional. Can you talk about how, when you are working with your clients, either in your workshops or with your private clients, how you help them to, like, I call it, don't be seduced by the culture of busy. That was a little thing, a download that came to me. Don't be seduced by the culture of busy. How do you help them to let go of their seduction to the culture of busy? Well, one of the reasons we're often keeping ourselves so busy is A, because we're doing what we're told to do, but B, we're usually running from something or avoiding something because the minute you stop and you're in silence, guess what arises? Your feelings, your thoughts, yourself. And if you're not happy with any of those things, it's so much easier to stay busy. And so in order to actually stop that hamster wheel from running, we have to develop the capacity and the choice starts with a choice. It starts with a desire to change. When we make that choice, 
because we desire more for ourselves, for our life, for our relationships. Because the more intimate we are with ourselves, the more intimate we can be with others. And when we desire more and we choose to change, then we start to observe in the silence, in the slowness, in the intentionality. Oh, this thought. Oh, this feeling. And then we become even more curious about those things. And we use them in the workshops or the coaching. We use those to no longer fear them, to get into them and into the wisdom that they offer. Because so often what happens is when we haven't developed the capacity to step out of and observe our thoughts and feelings, we're run by them, we're controlled by them. And we have to, in order to be sovereign, step aside and develop the consciousness to be able to work with them and then choose our thoughts and allow the feelings to run through us and inform us, but not control us so that we are creating, becoming conscious creators of the life we desire. Yeah. Beautiful. So I'm just going to recap for our listeners. Starts with choice. Got to make a choice. We always have to make that choice. And so I'm here and Jessica is here to empower you to know all of you who are listening that you actually do have choice. So starts by making the choice. Then I heard curiosity and then I heard creating, right? So those are the three major pieces of this work that will allow you to make the transformation for yourself. Make the choice, get curious, and then start creating from the wisdom that you're receiving as a result of deepening your inner work and and your exploration of your inner world and letting go of being seduced by the culture of busy. (laughs) Awesome. All right. So, Jessica, why don't you share with us if you have a really powerful story from one of your clients that you'd like to, to celebrate? Oh my gosh. So many. The first person that comes to mind is a beautiful client who was raised in Saudi Arabia and is now in the UK, but to watch her go from a culture where it is acceptable to dominate women, where it is acceptable and widely legalized to control women And she'd been in an abusive relationship. She literally couldn't even drive a car until two years ago in Saudi Arabia. Couldn't women there can't get in the water and swim. Only men can just, I could go on and on Mm -hmm. and to witness her and our nine months of working together one-on-one experience so much power and freedom and choice Not necessarily because all the external things changed, but she developed that true inner freedom by releasing the guilt that we're so conditioned to have when we don't give others what they want and make them happy, by releasing all the internalized shame, by actually gaining power and sovereignty over her own body and choosing for herself. Oh, I mean, it would bring tears to my eyes. Beautiful. What a beautiful story. So Jessica, I do want to talk about how you, you know, went from doing your own work to creating a business, because I think that's also a path that many 
of our wickedly smart women might be looking at. Because when you become sovereign, often you become unemployable. (laughs) I will raise my hand. So if you have a little bit about that choice that you made to start your own business, that would be great too. Yeah. Yeah. The word business, I have to say, is still a little hard for me because it's a soul mission and it's such a heart burning desire. And that's where it started for me. I was working on my book. I spent 10 years living, breathing, researching, and writing the book, The Power of Eve. And during that process, not only was it incredibly healing for me, but I was researching the root patterns that have led to this suppression of the feminine through the body, through our wisdom, through our feelings, through woman and the earth. And I realized that I'm clearly not the only one experiencing all of this. And these are the root beliefs that I was able to bring to light that reside in the subconscious mind and in the unconscious mind that we're not even aware of. And I just knew I had to bring this forward. And I started working with clients around the world who experience the same things. And so the more I had that affirmation, the more I realized these truly are root beliefs that we actually have the opportunity now. And we are so guided by forces outside of us to heal these for good and to shift the consciousness on this planet and to truly embody our own light, our own love, our own soul. It's a radical shift. Once you start this path, you can never go back. And I knew that there was nothing else I would rather do. And so I started to, you know, research what it's like to start a business and how to become an entrepreneur. And and I would take business programs. But quite frankly, what I learned more than anything is that my ability to go within and listen to, connect to the truth and wisdom of my soul is what actually allows me to create the offerings that most serve because I'm not following a format or someone else's idea. I am truly creating from my own soul. And I know and trust that they will always reach those aligned with those offerings. Beautiful. I love it. Well, Jessica, what a pleasure it's been to have you here today. I love your frequency (laughs) and your passion and your devotion to the work. And yes, you're not alone. There's many of us. Many of the people who are listening are probably either seeds that are getting germinated just from listening to this or sprouts that are growing, or some of them might be big, great big trees of, of women who are really here on this planet to be facilitators and midwives and doulas through our own lives of creating the conscious change that the planet called us to here to be in these bodies to facilitate. So thanks again for being with us. And listeners, we do love feedback. Please let us know what you thought of today's episode. Go right now to wickedlysmartwomen.com to join our community, share your takeaways, ask questions, or submit guest suggestions. Thank you so much for tuning in. Keep your ears open. And remember, you are a wonderful woman. Thanks for tuning in, downloading, and listening. Be sure to rate and review Wickedly Smart Women on Apple Podcasts and share with other women who can benefit from today's episode. Wickedly Smart Women is the premier podcast series for informing, activating, and inspiring the leader who carries profound wisdom 
and knows that now is the time to welcome wealth. We welcome your feedback and guest suggestions and invite you to subscribe to our mailing list to be notified of each new episode at wickedlysmartwomen.com.